0: As the cool weather of October begins to descend upon northern Georgia, it feels as if the scariest month of them all has brought some fresh hell upon sports fans in the Peach State. Between the brutal, homicide-like loss the Braves suffered against the St. Louis Cardinals, the three-hour-long torture experienced by UGA football fans at the hands of a team coached by a former player, and the cold dagger to the heart from a Matt Bryant missed PAT against Arizona, it seems that the whispers of a curse are on everyone's lips. While this claim has been circulating for years at this point, it has never felt more real than it does today, just a couple weeks away from Halloween. One does not have to venture far into recent history to find examples of the Georgia sports curse in action. For example, If one were to consider the mishaps of this past weekend, they would find several pieces of evidence to suggest that the plague that has held athletics in this state hostage for years is supernatural in nature. For example, over the course of the weekend, the Braves, the Bulldogs, and the Falcons all lost to teams whose mascot is some sort of red-colored bird. In fact, both the Braves and the Falcons lost to teams known as the Cardinals. Since 2012 there have been four times when the Braves were put out of the playoffs on the same weekend that UGA suffered a devastating loss on the gridiron. Two of those Braves losses 2012 and 2019 came at the hands of the St. Louis Cardinals. Those same years the Bulldogs losses were against South Carolina. The other two Braves losses were to the Dodgers 2013 and 2018. Those years the Bulldogs lost to teams with a Tiger and as their mascot. On Saturday, a beloved and reliable kicker named Rodrigo Hot Rod Blankenship missed a 42-yard field goal to tie the game and force a third overtime against South Carolina. The very next day, an equally beloved and reliable kicker named Matt Bryant missed a PAT that would have tied the game for the Falcons. Do you see the similarities? The serendipity? The eerie connections? Are you convinced yet? The truth is that through the years, the odd and unexplainable has become routine for every fan base located within splitting distance of Atlanta. Whether it is the omen of a backup QB that seems to always foreshadow a devastating loss for UGA football, the epic collapse experienced by the Falcons against the Patriots in the 2017 Super Bowl, or the outright inability for the Hawks to ever capitalize in the postseason, Georgia sports teams always find a way to lose, usually in the most depressing fashion possible. Of course, there are many people out there who do not believe in a curse or curses at all, including members of these teams and organizations. This fact begs the question, have they looked at the numbers? If you look at the combined records of the four biggest sports teams in Georgia, they have won a single championship in the last 177 seasons. The last of these being the 1995 Braves in the World Series. The state of Georgia is 1 out of 177. Remember that epic collapse we talked about earlier? the one in which the Falcons were outscored 25-7 in the second half in overtime in what may likely go down as the most infamous loss in Super Bowl history? Would you want to know how much time was left in that game when the collapse began? You guessed it. 17 minutes and 7 seconds. 177. Cursed somewhere out there someone is hearing this and screaming about the fact that an Atlanta team won a championship just last year. That person, wherever they are and however loud they are screaming, is correct. The Atlanta United won the MLS Cup last season. However, they are a new team. Is it not possible that because they did not exist when the curse began that they are somehow exempt from it? It seems that, if anything, their winning a championship so quickly in their history simply highlights just how cursed the other Georgia teams actually are. There is an argument to be made that a Southern soccer team winning a championship so easily is just another cruelty of the curse. How else can you explain the fact that that a brand new organization, playing a sport that most people thought would fail in a city like Atlanta, managed to not only win a championship in its second year, but broke every major attendance record on its way to doing so. It would not be surprising at all if Bobby Cox wakes up screaming from a nightmare in which Joseph Martinez is kicking a ball over the back wall of the old Turner Field. And as Joseph rounds the bases, the fans chant, Oh, Joseph Martinez, to the tune of Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. It must be at least somewhat infuriating for the other players, the coaches, and the fans of the other Atlanta sports teams to witness United waltz their way into a championship with ease. No years of struggle like the Hawks, No saying maybe next year like the Bulldogs. No awful blown calls by umpires like the Braves. No intense sorrow at the loss of star players like the Falcons. No mind-melting mediocrity like Georgia Tech. Instead, everything goes to plan. The players are great. The fans are loyal. The coaches are impeccable. They win. The success of Atlanta soccer club, is not a sign that the curse does not exist. It is proof that a dark shadow hovers above this state's teams like the Atlanta skyline, ever present and visible through the smog of the city. Whatever sort of beast owns that shadow, whatever ghoul it is that haunts the stadiums of ATL, it simply has no interest in the beautiful game. Fall is wearing on and football season is half over. Unless there is some sort of miracle, it will once again end with zero titles for the state of Georgia. The dreams of fans and players will lie dying in the street like the leaves from trees. They will slowly rot away, decaying and breaking into pieces on the pavement. Before long, it will be as if they never existed at all. Another season gone away. And yet, they will return. The horrors of autumn be frozen in the past with the help of the cold winter winds. The hopes of the Georgia faithful will bloom anew just in time for spring training. Summer's rays will fill the city with vitality and life. By the time August arrives, the previous October and the memories of missed field goals and 10-run first innings will begin to fade. Fans will no longer mutter about curses, bad luck, or voodoo. Instead, they will believe in fate. Good fortune and the power of the underdog they will say things like the Red Sox reversed their curse Cleveland became believe land why not us they will set their eyes on the future and do their best to forget the past like all those who suffer from curses they will live on in the promise of a cure in the hopes of an end to the suffering they will continue on in the belief that someday the curse will be lifted from the land. That the beast will crawl into its cave, die a slow, painful death, and never reemerge. But as the big games arrive and the do or die moments are once again staring these teams in the face, every fan will be forced to ask themselves if the hope they had felt was a trap. Was the promise of a new season a hidden snare laid for them? by the curse, was the idea of turning history on its head a summer dream born of warm weather and warmer thoughts that no longer made sense in the cold, stark reality of winter. What if the beast was not dead, but instead was simply hibernating?